Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. How are you doing today? Good to speak with you today. I hope you are having a fantastic week so far, and I hope. You are sitting somewhere very cozy. Well, maybe you're not. Maybe you're out for a walk. Maybe you're sitting at home with a coffee. You have that kind of cozy winter feeling. Or maybe you're in Brazil and it's getting hot. It's getting, you know, summery now. I don't know. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we have a global community here, and it's really exciting that we can all come together once a week for this chance to practice English. And speaking of different seasons. That's exactly what I'd like to talk about today. And by the way, I always appreciate requests for the future. So if you have any requests for future episodes, I'd be more than happy to have a look at them and consider talking about them in the future. If you head over to levelupenglish.school/podcast, you can leave either an audio question or a written question. I do prefer the audio ones, but if you are feeling shy, you can also write your message too, and I will love to respond to them in a future episode. So always welcome that. And I would also like to quickly shout out Level Up English membership. If you want to become a member, you can join at levelupenglish.school. Click on the members button, and it's the best way to get access to the podcast transcripts. These are like the subtitles for all of these episodes, so you can read along with what I'm saying at the same time I'm saying it. Improve your listening and vocabulary, and support me on the podcast and make help me make more of these episodes too. So if you do that, thank you very much. If you don't do that, that's totally fine. Thank you for listening either way. Really appreciate it. Oh yeah, and also one more thing. I always forget to mention this. I do have group lessons available on my website, and it's really, really fun. I love these lessons so much. Every Friday and Sunday, you know, usually learners would just choose one, but we meet on Zoom. We have a conversation about different things.、Uh, you get access to your private website, lesson notes, feedback. You can ask me any questions you want. It is a really a lot of fun and. It's been going for about a year now, but I'd be more than happy to have you join. So if you want to join, you can head over to ewmichael.com/group. Check out my group lessons over there and try it out. You can try it out once, and if you don't like it, you don't have to come back. But I know you will like it. But it's no commitment. But okay, on to today's topic. So I would like to talk about the seasons and some activities that. Many Brits might do in each one as well, so I'm going to also be sharing my views on the seasons as well, and you know which ones I like, what I like about them, maybe some good expressions while we're talking about them. I imagine I'll be focusing a little bit more on autumn and winter because at the time of recording it is November, and things are starting to get chilly, starting to get a bit chilly, right? A little bit cold. So I'm wrapped up in a blanket while I'm recording this. I'm looking at the cloudy skies, blowing the orange leaves off the trees outside. It's quite a cosy feeling. I quite like this time of year. 
But yeah, maybe we could respond to the question first of all. I, I know a lot of people ask this question, which is, why do British people always talk about the weather, right? <laughs> so it's a common stereotype, and I think there's a lot of truth behind it. We always talk about the weather, and I will often start a lesson with my students with like, hey, how's the weather this week? And some people find it a bit strange, I've noticed. Like, wait, what, why are you asking about the weather? What's, what's, the, what's the point? You know, why is this so interesting? So I think there is some cultural differences here. Um, I think one reason is in the UK, the weather is always changing. So it may be the same in your country too, but I know there's a lot of countries I've been to where any time of year, the weather is quite consistent. You know, winter is hot, summer is extra hot, but it's it's not too different. You might have occasional storms, but maybe it's quite consistent all year round. In England, we have this four very distinct seasons and the temperature changes a little bit and things look very different depending on what time of year it is. So I think that's one reason. Simply another reason is just that it's a great way to start a conversation, right? For example, in China, in Chinese, people will tend to talk about food. They'll ask like, have you eaten today? As far as I know, right? People will say, have you eaten? It's kind of like a how are you? It's kind of like a way to start a conversation, I guess. And I think it's the same about weather in the UK. It's good to start a conversation because everyone has an opinion about the weather. Everyone has some feeling about the weather that they like or they don't like. It's also very safe, isn't it? So no one is going to be offended. You can say, you, know, you can talk about the politics, the news recently, Someone might get very offended, though, that you, you don't know how they will respond. But if you just say, oh, terrible weather today, right? You know you're going to get an agreement. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. So it's a very safe thing to talk about. And yeah, I, I guess that's the reason. Maybe there's some more as well. But that's what I think. The second question to respond to is, is the weather in the UK really that bad? Is it really as bad as they say? There's a stereotype, of course, that it's always raining and cloudy. And I, I, I'm very sceptical of this. In my experience, the weather is not that bad. And I, I kind of wonder, maybe we just like to complain. Maybe British people complain more than other people. I don't know. <laughs> but if you compare the rainfall, for example, to other countries... It's not as much as many other places. I think lots of countries in Europe and places in Russia, I've noticed they get more rain than we do here in the UK. Um, probably a lot of other places too. But I guess we just complain about it a lot more. It is quite often cloudy. You know, a sunny day is always exciting here. But I don't know if it's so different from other countries. I've never lived in another country for a super long time. So I, I can't compare it so easily. But I, I do quite like the weather here. I really love the weather because we've got, as I said, these distinct four seasons. So it changes all the time. Um, you don't get bored of anything because it's not the same season for too long. Right. For example, in the winter, it might drop to negative temperatures. You know, it's not never too cold, but it might be below zero. But I say normal winter temperature would be about five degrees, at least in the south of the UK. 
And then in the summer, it's going to be somewhere in the 20s. So the temperature doesn't change too much, but it's enough to kind of have two different you know, sets of clothes for each season, right? And one thing I love about the weather here is any season is good for a walk. You know, whether it's the middle of winter, middle of summer, it's never too hot, never too cold to go for a walk. And I love walking. So I do it every day, no matter what the season. But I know there's some countries, maybe if you're in Saudi Arabia, it's just way too hot to go for a walk. Uh, if you are in, I don't know, somewhere in Siberia, it's probably too cold to go for a walk a lot of the time. So I do feel very lucky that we have a temperate climate, which means not too extreme. So I try not to complain about the weather because I know the weather here is nice compared to other countries. So I, I do feel quite privileged in that sense. But yeah, let, let's start talking about autumn then. So one word I love is the Danish word huger. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's H Y Y G E huger. And this is describing that kind of cozy winter feeling you get when you can cuddle up with a hot chocolate and a blanket, sit by the window, watching the snow fall down outside the window. I find that if, if you're watching people outside, like people are freezing and cold and wet and you can be inside in the warm, it, it's a little bit cruel maybe, but I think that makes it even better when you know that like they're not having a good day in terms of, you know, having to be outside and you can kind of feel like, ha ha ha, I'm inside, I'm cosy, ha ha ha. But yeah, maybe that's just me being horrible. But <laughs> I, I like to think it's a human thing, you know. You, you feel cosier when other people are not cosy, right? I, I think there's some truth behind that anyway, but let me know if you think I'm just evil. But yeah, snuggle up with a blanket, that's a good phrase, snuggle up. That means to get cosy, in some warm area, snuggle up, have a hot drink, watch the rain, listen to this podcast. If any of you are feeling that feeling of hygge while listening to this now, let me know. I hope that this is a relaxing thing to listen to. Another thing I love to do in the autumn is get a coffee or something like that and go for a walk in the parks, hear the crunch of the leaves under your feet yeah, it's such a great feeling. I love autumn. Um, I feel like sometimes, though, in the UK, autumn will just kind of forget to turn up. And it seems to go straight from summer to winter in one day. This year, it hasn't been like that. But I've noticed that in the past where the leaves fall off the trees really, really quickly. Maybe we have strong winds. And then before you know it, it feels like winter. It's five degrees. And what you think, Wait, what happened to autumn? What happened to all these nice autumn feelings. It's too quick. So sometimes that will happen. Um, a good phrase, by the way, is when it starts to get colder, like now, you know, I'm rubbing my hands as I'm speaking to you. So, oh, it's, it's a bit nippy. It's a bit nippy. It's a casual way to say it's a little bit cold. Really common phrase. Oh, a little bit nippy today. Um, I guess it's not so cold. It's 15 degrees at the moment, which is not too bad, to be fair quite warm for this time of year actually we will be right back to the level up english podcast after a short break 
I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of The Silver King's War, a podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Stanley L. Silverfield, a first lieutenant in the United States Army Air Corps from Birmingham, Alabama, rode in the nose, the greenhouse of the famed Martin Marauder. You can find The Silver King's War wherever you listen to podcasts. Another thing about autumn is there are pumpkins everywhere. So Halloween is becoming more and more popular, I would say, due to the American influence. I, if, I, if I am correct, I think Halloween started in Ireland and was popularised in America. And now it's becoming kind of through the media and through American influence, it's becoming more popular in the UK as well. This is my experience. I mean, when I was younger, some people celebrated Halloween, but it wasn't like a huge thing when I was growing up. I never celebrated it. My parents wouldn't let me, but I know some people who did, but I don't think it was super popular. I don't think it was so popular. And now I can see in the shops, it's becoming much more popular, even in what's the season, what's the month, uh, September, there are Halloween decorations in the supermarket. So it's becoming earlier and earlier where people will put these decorations up for the last day of October. And yeah, I mean, I think I think pumpkins are a really good food, but a lot of people I feel are quite wasteful and they just leave them. They don't eat them. They just leave them on their porch. The porch is like outside the house area kind of rotting on the windowsills and it can be quite disgusting so I don't know I, I, it's kind of nice though it kind of gives you that autumn feeling when you've got pumpkins everywhere and um, people carve them right so to carve is to cut into something they carve a face into the pumpkin maybe um, I've never done that actually I've never done that before but I don't know why maybe 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 I'll do it at some point Next, of course, is winter, right? So winter, sometimes it kind of feels like it's like half of the year, like eight months of the year maybe is winter because I define winter personally as when I feel sniffy, right? So sniffy is when you're you're sniffing, your your nose is cold, it causes you to sniff. For me, I'm sniffing when I walk outside basically eight months of the year, right? So from, let's say, September to um, sometimes even May. September to May, it can be a little bit chilly, a little bit nippy outside. I think sometimes the cold lasts for way too long. I really miss the hot summers, you know, when it gets to April and May. We may get a powdering of snow, especially in the you know, the start of the year, like February, March, maybe even April, a powdering is just like a light, a light falling of snow, a powder, powdering of snow. Um, Sometimes we'll get a lot of snow, especially on high areas, but it's not so common. Maybe, you know, in the south of England, I would say, you might get one or two days of snow in two years. Maybe it's not guaranteed to happen every year. If you're in the Highlands in Scotland, maybe 
Maybe it happens every year. I don't know. I'm not so familiar with that. But yeah, sometimes the winter will drop below freezing and other years it will stay at 10 degrees for the whole of winter. So it, it does seem to vary. I don't know if that's climate change or if that's just normal climate. I don't really know. But one thing about uh, the seasons here, which I think are really, really cool, I love this difference, is the, the difference in the length of days. If you are closer to the equator, the centre of the world, you might find this a bit strange, but the days here get very short. So the shortest day is the 21st of December. I think that's that's the beginning of winter. So winter technically starts on the 21st of December here. And on that day, the sun will rise at just after 8am, 8 in the morning. So many people will be on their way to school and it will still be dark. It's quite depressing. And the sun will set at 3.53. So almost four o'clock, but even before four o'clock, the sun is already set. So it's a very short day, um, less than eight hours, right? This can be quite depressing if you're going to work in darkness, you spend all day in an office, you come home from work and it's dark. You, you will not see any sunlight unless uh, on the weekend. So that can be quite depressing. But I quite like that because it makes us appreciate the summer much more. So I think people in the UK go crazy over the summer. And this is the reason why that the winter days are so short that the summer is so much more enjoyable because we know what it's like not to have long days. And of course, if you're from you know, Scandinavia or somewhere more north uh, of England, you might be laughing and be like, huh, that's not a short day. You know, we have some days where we don't see any sunlight if you're really far north. But yeah, you know, it, it's always going to be worse for some people, isn't it? And then, of course, we've got spring, really exciting time of year in the UK. We sp Everything springs into life. So this is another meaning of the word spring. This is a verb to spring, which means to kind of bounce upwards. Spring into life, to start suddenly. Another phrase is spring has sprung. That's a confusing one. Spring is the season. Sprung is the past participle of the verb to spring. So it, it just means spring has suddenly appeared. Something like that. Spring has sprung. There are so many flowers. If you take a walk in the countryside, you see wildflowers everywhere. Lambs, which are baby sheep. And remember, the B here is silent. We don't say lambs. We say lambs. The B is silent. But really cute baby lambs in the fields, flowers, bees everywhere. It's a really exciting time of year when you get all this new growth and everything is so colourful and vibrant. Summer next, of course. Um, oh, by the way, I should say in spring... Generally, I feel like it's kind of our rainy season. We don't really have a rainy season in the UK, but I think spring you get the most rain. You, you want a lot of rain in spring to kind of nourish the plants and help them grow. But spring does tend to be a little bit wetter than the other seasons as well. But yeah, in summer, it, it's quite mild. Summer, you know, 20 degrees is quite normal for summer. 20 degrees is considered hot here. That's Celsius, by the way. 
Recently, it's been getting up to 30 more often. So reaching 30 is a really hot day. We call it a heat wave here. You know, on the, on the weather, they'll say it's an extreme heat wave in the UK. You'll get all these warnings at train stations, like you must have a bottle of water with you. Don't go out in the sun for too long. And it's 28 degrees, right? So, you know, some countries, especially, you know, Asia, Middle East, probably laughing at us for being so weak, right? But you do feel it. You do feel the difference here. Um, and we're not, we're not used to this hot weather. But, you know, when it gets to above 20 for even just one day, everyone goes crazy. People drive to the beach, people walking around the shops with their clothes off, you know, obviously to a sensible degree anyway. And I think the reason for this is people don't know when it's going to happen again. You might think, why are British people so crazy about the sun? But it's because it's so changeable. You know, we can have one day at 30 degrees with sun. The next day is going to be cold and, and raining, right? So we really want to make the most of it. I think that's the idea. But yeah, people are very predictable. When there is a sunny day, everyone drives to the beach. The roads are so busy to the beach. And if you want to get a barbecue in the supermarket or some burgers, it's all sold out. There's no way you'll find anything. So people are very predictable. <laughs> and finally, days get very long. So the longest day of the year is June 21st. And it's so fantastic for spending time in the garden or at the beach, watching the sunset. This is why people have barbecues, because the sun rises at quarter to five in the morning, 4.45, something like that. And it sets at 20 past nine. So even at 10 o'clock p.m., there's still some light in the sky. So it's quite difficult when you want to sleep quite early, like I do. But it's really nice for spending some time outside, going to the pub, sitting outside. Yeah, it's great to stay up late in the summer, right? Oh, that's a lot of speaking all about seasons. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, shared a little bit about the British mindset here and what I like as well. So yeah, let me know the mindsets I've been mentioning today. Do you think these are British or do you have them in your country too? I'd love to hear. And let me know as well, what is your favourite season and why? Personally, I like all of them. I can't really decide. I do love the transition from summer to autumn. I think this is a great time, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan of all the seasons. But anyway, let's say a quick thank you to a couple podcast reviews, and then I will end with a quote from Instagram. So one from Nora, let's have a read. Hello, Teacher Michael, I am Nora from Saudi Arabia. I like your channel, it is great and helps me a lot. It has different topics to improve my English language. Also, the lessons about how to study and do my exam, such as grammar, remember vocabulary, and the IELTS exam. It is an amazing channel. Keep up the good work, Teacher Michael. Thanks for helping me accomplish my goal. That's so good to hear. Thank you very much, Nora. That's really kind of you. I've got another one from someone with an Arabic name, so I cannot read their name, unfortunately. But they said, 
Hello, I've been listening to this podcast for about a week or so. It's amazing for intermediate English learners. I'm so grateful for discovering this podcast. It really helped me a lot with my accent and speaking skills. Keep up the good work. Thank you to you. Let's do one more from Knife, N-A-I-F. Maybe Knife or Nafe, maybe Nafe. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. They said, I don't know what to say. I cannot thank you enough. That's so kind from you, kind of you to help people with English. You improve my English so much. So thankful that I know you. Much appreciate. So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Naif, thank you very much for that review and anyone else who leaves a review. So I will do my best to respond to more reviews in the future, but it does mean a lot to me. So let's end with one podcast, well, the one quote from my English with Michael Instagram page from Brian Herbert. This was a popular one on my page and it was, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. Are you willing to learn? Thank you for listening today. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you next week. Same time next week for another episode. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast podcast and I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.